Hey, how are you doing? It's Alan here from Looking for Warriors. And I want to talk about boys in schools. And I was just listening to Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson, you've probably heard of him. He's a very interesting guy. He's a so-called social. I'm probably getting some of this wrong, so if I am, just look it up. So this is from memory. He's a social psychologist, too. That could be wrong. Social psychologist from Canada. He was a lecturer. And he thinks for himself. But he was talking about when he was a young boy. About his own... Um, his own... How he was brought up. And the thing I find fascinating is the people who have really had a dent, made a dent in the universe or changed things or redone really something special in the world. Every one of them has had an incredibly close relationship with their dad. Every single one. You look at Steve Jobs, look at Bill Gates. Now, you may disagree, you may think Steve Jobs is evil or whatever, so pick your own people. These are people I think. Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Jordan Peterson. Um, there's other people that I don't know about, so I have to look, look into a bit more. People I would respect for people like Richard Bandler. Just people who change things, change things up. Um, really geniuses. I think Gabor Mate to some extent, I don't agree with everything he says, but I like, his thinking is different. His thinking is different to a large extent, Gabor Mate. And when you look at these people, the backgrounds, Gabor Mate, I don't know his background. Richard Bandler, I don't know his background, so I have to look into them. I do know a little bit about Gabor Mate's background. I know he was a Jew in, in Hungary at the time of the Second World War and now he, he had a tough background but that's what drove him so I guess he the story I heard was that he was like he was a kid like a baby in uh, and he was a little Jewish baby in Hungary at the time the Nazis were coming and his mother had to hand him over to another family in order that he wouldn't be killed and he has a huge interest in family relationship dynamics um, and the importance of connection and being close to your kids, which is something that really interests me as well. And so I don't know whether the new family, because Steve Jobs, it was a foster family, but he had a really close connection with his dad of the foster family. So maybe Gabor Mate had the same as well, but I don't, just don't know about that. But I do know he, was, he had to be handed up um, are given away just so he wouldn't die and I assume that his parents died in the Holocaust I don't know um, he didn't go into that but they either died in the Holocaust or they had a pretty difficult time uh, one or the other because you know a Jew in Hungary when, when the Nazis took over was living the good life I'm sure I don't know I don't know but I think we can assume that um, so it's a uh, but to get back to the point any Almost anyone who I respect or, you know, has really done something interesting or good, they all have had a close connection with their dads. And the ones that there's some I just don't know about, so I can't really talk on them because I don't know whether they did or not. But it's interesting. Jordan Peterson said, yes, his, his dad was a disciplinarian, which just means there was boundaries. Now, I don't know whether that means he bet the crap out of him. It doesn't sound like it. But it sounds like there was boundaries. But there was also a really close connection. Like he would spend hours teaching him to read. He would spend time bringing him on walks and hunting and 
you know, that kind of thing. And there was a really close connection there. And almost anyone that I respect is the same. It's always, always the same thing. So, I'm what I'm suggesting is that if you have kids, if if you plan to have kids, if you have grandkids, and you're a man, you need. We've been told today, societies tell us today that all men are stupid. It's a um, it's a Homer Simpson thing. We we do, you know we have monkeys playing bugles in our heads or whatever it is, and we're all idiots and we're not needed in a family mostly um, I don't need a man you know we hear this from feminists I don't need, I don't need a man uh, a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle all this crap that we've all heard growing up um, also the the portrayal of men in ads where the woman is just, just and also with sitcoms you know King of Queens all that kind of thing where the man is just this fat idiot and he's with just this beautiful perfect woman who has everything sorted out and she's just so clever and he's an idiot and he's so lucky to have her and all this crap so that's the cultural landscape that we live in and what I'm saying is it's completely upside down completely upside down just like everything else just like the education system it's all completely upside down it's the exact opposite is true Men, men and dads are the only thing that makes a difference to whether a boy will be successful or messed up. And the simplest, simplest proof of this is to look at prisons. Who's in the prisons? Is it, is it men for the most part? Is it men who've had a close connection with their dads, who've had encouragement, who've had boundaries... Um, in place from a young age who've had who went fishing and hunting with their dads who their dads spent time teaching them to read is it those kids that are in prison or is it the kids of single mothers okay there's there is a um, there's there's a very there's the easiest easiest um, exam that you'll ever ever do in your life (laughs) okay so what I'm saying is if you're a man, if you're a dad, if you're going to be a dad, if you're a granddad, if you even are an uncle or no kids in your life, your presence, just being there, just being you, just you being you is the most beneficial thing to them in their presence. Like, obviously not, you know, I'm driving into work now. I'm not going to be around my kids for the day. Um, but, you know, we need to work sometimes. So I'm saying make the time that you can make. But... You being you, in their presence, being around them as much as humanly possible, bringing them to work, showing them what work you do, all anything, teaching them how to read. Teaching them how to read is so simple, by the way, and it's so ultra important. All it means is that you need to read with them. So initially you can read to them, then swap it over that it's paired reading, so you're reading a page, they're reading a page. And at first, it's unbelievably boring. I have to be honest. At first, it's unbelievably boring because they're not that good at it. They're just not that good initially. So it's very, very boring. And also, you're going to be reading books that are, are pretty boring for you too. And that's just the way it is. Um, you don't have to read the simplest books in the world, but they're not going to be hugely complex either. 
and they're not going to be on adult topics. So initially, it's going to be very, very boring. But eventually, eventually, over time, you just blink and you won't you won't notice the time going by. But you just blink and you, yeah, get through the boring bits. But you just blink, and you're going to notice that they are really, really good readers out of nowhere. And not only are they really good readers, but they are also they love it they really enjoy it and that that's you can't feel this feeling of happiness enjoyment in this moment right now without me feeling your enjoyment it is do you ever, do you ever go into a, a a football game or whatever country you're in whatever football you watch or they're interested in or or baseball or, or tennis or whatever whatever sport you like um, and if you don't like a sport maybe a concert you know a, 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 a concert from your favourite band or something like that but if you you're in the stands or in the concert and there are some people there that love that love the sport or love the band or whatever it happens to be and I went to just give you an example I went to a Celine Dion concert but an ex an old girlfriend years and years ago and I didn't like Celine Dion. In fact, I, I actively disliked Celine Dion, <laughs> let's be honest. But she was she liked Celine Dion, so I bought her the tickets and we went in to the Celine Dion concert. And it's... Celine Dion... Now, to some extent, it's, it's, a, it's a good example just because Celine Dion is so bloody good. Now, I never liked her as a singer. As It just wasn't that interested in her. It wasn't that I... I had like a, an anti-fan club or something. I just wasn't that interested in seeing Dion. But she is such an amazing showwoman. If you, I think showwoman is the right word. If you are in a Celine Dion concert, she stands up on the stage, she calls you, she looks and she, it feels like she's looking right in your eyes. And you can see the excitement on her face and it, it really is, you know, it transfers from her to you and it transfers across the crowd. And this is the same in any concert or any any concert or any kind of um, sports thing. It transfers across the crowd. So if you're really not in, that interested in it, you can't help but to feel this this incredible feeling of just cumulative excitement or energy just blasting towards you. You just can't help but to feel that. And it's the same when you're teaching your kids to read. It's exactly the same. It's just it's just like teaching your kids to read and they they begin to really enjoy it because they enjoy being around you you're the bloody hero if you're the dad or even granddad or whatever you're the bloody hero and they're trying to learn from you and they're watching every single thing you do so they can learn what the hell they should be doing which is another issue <laughs> you've got to watch what you're doing but you're the absolute hero and so they you will kind of, um, they will begin to enjoy the process. They'll begin to expect it and they'll begin to enjoy it. Like my kids are at the stage now where if I'm too, sometimes I'm too tired, I've been working all day and I can't read and they're asking me, can we read today? Because they become, began to, beginning to expect it and enjoy it. And um, so sometimes you can do sometimes you can do that, sometimes you can't. But we'll do it as much as we, it's humanly possible. And um, but 
the point is that you being around your kids, you looking after your kids, is the most, the most important thing. You've been told that it's, you shouldn't be doing it. It's you're bad and evil. You're probably a rapist. You're probably like whatever. But um, the truth is, it is the number one most important thing you can do, and it's the most important thing as far as their success. Some boundaries and some encouragement. All they need. It's all they need. They'll do all the rest themselves, by the way. Probably. But help them as much as possible. Just been Alan here from Looking for Warriors. And I was just... <laughs> did I ramble? Maybe I rambled a little bit. But I enjoyed that. It's really, really important. It's so important. It's such an important topic. It's so, so important. Be around your kids. Encourage them.